0: Top of the news this evening is speculation concerning the real facts behind the Department of Health announcement about a radioactive spill supposed to have occurred yesterday at the state nuclear plant. You know what you're thinking? Mine's bigger than yours, right?
1: It's not fair. Throw it away. All right. <laughs>
0: Tell
2: me. Tell me about
1: Disneyland. They got tons of popcorn there. And all you gotta do is go climb a tree to go eat it.
0: (laughs) It was a night like any other night. Then something happened.
3: Oh, good lord! It's. It's unbelievable. It's. Hey.
2: Hey, wait. There's something
4: weird here. Welcome to the Really Awful Movies podcast, a celebration of low-budget cinema. The sleep of reason gives birth to monsters. Hi, my name's Chris, and along with Jeff, we're bringing you the very best and worst of horror, sci-fi, post-apocalyptic wasteland, kung fu, women in prison movies from the 1960s to today. Check us out at reallyawfulmovies.com, part of the Crypt TV family. We're downtown Toronto headquarters. Here's a special episode of the Really Awful Movies podcast where we are watching in real time, because what other kind of time is there than real time?
3: Ed uh, was Magnum we, Opus, Plan 9 from Outer Space.
4: Yeah, episode 168. Yeah, And uh, we thought we'd shake things up and... See
3: how this works
4: out. So, uh, running commentary, short movie,
3: and let's proceed. Yeah, we may we may fast forward through bits here and there, but we're going to watch it. We're going to, and then we're just going to talk. Because oftentimes, we do this: we watch a movie, we take notes, and we make comments. (laughs) What we like to think are hilarious um,
4: remarks, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, little barbs, and funny little uh, sides. Mm -hmm. And we often think, okay, maybe not that often. Geez had, if we'd only been recording to... To chronicle these gems mm-hmm. for posterity. And, uh, and then we actually wait till the movie's done and then try and get into it as quickly as possible. So we have different ways of approaching uh,
3: the films we talk about mm-hmm. on a weekly basis here. So now we're going to do this, and this is an experiment. If it works, hey, let us know, and we might do it again for other movies. Yeah, if it like doesn't work,
4: it's an experiment exa- in fear. Yeah, yeah,
3: this could be an experiment in fear. <laughs> <speak> Who knows? <laughs> I'm the mouse, afraid but, right now. But if it doesn't work, then hey, you know, we're to a regularly scheduled program next week. But for now, I am pressing play. On Plan 9 from Outer Space. And if you have the Blu-ray or the DVD or the VHS, why don't you queue it up and watch along with us? Yeah. So here we got Criswell Predicts. Now Criswell was part of uh, Edward's Coterie of Friends, kind of French dwellers in Hollywood. And he was played by uh, Jeffrey Jones in the biopic, the Tim Burton biopic. And now here he's telling us about the future because... (laughs) We're all interested in the future. Indeed. We, future events such as these will affect you in the future. <laughs> Top notch screenwriting. <laughs> oh, I love that, yeah. The department of redundancy department. What do you think of Crystal's hair? How would you describe that?
4: Uh, Mottled, um,
3: heavily... Almost Trumpian in a sense. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's, like it's,
4: a, it's a subdued Trump comb-over. And it's interesting too, the bow tie, because... It's a sartorial choice, frequently favored mostly by economists and nobody else. But that, if you had to wear a bow tie, that would not be the one. And hipsters. I would wear a bolo tie. Okay. Those are just
3: fantastic. It's just okay corral kind of stuff. So, Ed Wood right now is going to blow the doors off. We cannot keep a secret longer. Plan 9 from outer space. This happened, and we have to reveal the grave robbers from outer space. Worst, so here, so now, turn. Turn. now we got the credits. Tor Johnson, Vampira, wonderful. Uh,
4: rest in peace, rest in peace, George the Animal Steel, Steel, the Animal Steel, Steel who Steel. admittedly
3: was a pretty unexceptional wrestler. He and was a he, wonderful he, human being. We <laughs> you know from the Beast of Uka. No, I'm not talking Tor Johnson, but he played Tor Johnson mm-hmm. in the biopic, and Tor Johnson was also in the Beast of Flats. He was in Cry the Monster, and that, there's Dudley Manlove. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that that's my mean. porn name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think that's the name of his birth certificate?
4: Also, John Breckinridge. There was a no, movie called also. Myra Breckinridge. Was it, yeah. it Mae West or or no? Maybe it was a Betty Davis's last role, like an infamous flop from the seventies. I, I want to say wasn't Betty uh, Davis?
3: Ricardo that one? Myra no, she, she might have been.
4: No, that's that's a future podcast. Diana and Loomis,
3: no relation to Doctor Sam. <laughs>
2: and
3: some. Uh,
4: yeah, I guess credits very unconvincingly uh, place
3: the top uh, tombstones here. And the bolt of lightning. Written, produced, and directed by Edward E. Wood, Jr. Some say the worst film of all time, in my opinion, one of the greatest. Hmm. Unfortunately, I have the Blu-ray, and this is sort of boulderized. This is a colorized version. I don't like it.
0: Time to die. Yet death is always a shock to those left behind.
3: So here's a funeral, and there is Bella Lugosi in his final film role, presiding over the funeral of his deceased
4: wife. Oh, awful. I mean, racked with pain with a morphine monkey, yep. and just career his best career's best moments far behind him. It's it's sad, and which is why why when people malign Ed Wood as the worst filmmaker of all time, you, you can only go. By what he had to work with mm-hmm. and within the confines of what he was working with. That's why it's far worse to be terrible with a big budget you than it, it, it is for.
3: I think it's, yeah, it's wholly unfair. And the reality is, you say he's sad, and it's sad that uh, Bellagozi, but the fact is, nobody was hiring Bellagozi. He was a French figure living an obscure existence in Hollywood trying to recapture his glory. Ed Wood brought him into his circle of friends. He, he worked with the man, he loved the man, he admired the man. He sold this movie on the basis of having a big star, Bella Gozier. Maybe I'm mm. just taking that from the biopic, but whatever. Yes, this was Bella's last role. He passed away midway through, soon to be replaced very unconvincingly by, by I believe, Ed's
4: either dentist or chiropractor yeah, who, who dwarfed him by a foot in height. Yep, and indeed.
3: Boy. But the fact is, he, Ed Wood, allowed Bella to go out doing what he loved doing, and that was working. And now we got stock footage. And now, you got, <laughs> got to love this cockpit. Oh, it's fantastic. It's, what is this, a shower curtain and a plywood background. Should I turn the volume a little bit? Sure. Hey, well, it would, yeah.
4: It's it just the, the lineage of, of filmmaking. Uh, you can trace all the way to today's Bo Svensson masterpiece, Cracker Jack 3. Mm. Yeah, wow, well, what, a, what a, a cockpit. My God. That, we'll that's, just go to Target, grab yourself
3: target, a shower curtain, and, and there's you, your your cock. But card. what about that? Uh, what about what about the answer panel? There is none. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's a there's a famous flying saucer with the string attached. Mm-hmm. You gotta love it. You gotta love the charm of this film.
0: Because
3: that would be your response if you saw a UFO. Holy mackerel! <laughs> Take a look for
0: yourself.
3: You wanna be any more monster demonstrative than holy mackerel? That's
0: nothing from this world.
4: Uh, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm tracing back the lineage even to our podcast of Airport Seventy Nine and all these glorious the uh, disaster movies. It's just fantastic. Oh my god.
0: We'll get up the land and keep it quiet until we get a
4: is that the flight plan on the clipboard?
3: <laughs> well, seeing as there's no, there's no way of contacting air traffic control. Oh, wow. You got.
4: Where's uh, the string? Yeah.
3: And now the wholly unconvincing UFO is landing in the cemetery as we have a couple of grave uh, diggers. Grave diggers, yeah. Grave diggers. Did you
0: hear anything? I thought it did. Don't like hearing noise. I don't like hearing noises, hear noises either.
4: <laughs> what yeah, else is so there to hear? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and
0: we're getting old. Whatever it is, gone now. That's the best thing for us
3: too. Gone. Yeah, let's go. Hey, aren't you guys unionized? Come, Come on. uh, aren't you on sure, yeah. right the clock? Abbott and Costello kind of do mm-hmm. duo here. I guess they are unionized because they can just go. <laughs> and now we got our first bit of day for night confusion. That happens a lot in this movie. And there's a wonderful vampire horror hostess supreme. The woman who claims Elvira ripped her act off wholesale. <laughs> yeah, a pretty strong claim. I oh yeah, that. well you, you can't argue that watching it. So, I, I assume the gravediggers are done for. And here he is.
0: The grief of his wife's death became greater and greater agony.
3: <laughs> Poor Bella. That was Bella's actual home. Really? Yeah. The
0: home they had so long shared together. That was Bill's actual home that he was living in
3: near the end of his life.
0: A sweet memory of it's, the well,
3: I mean, he was one of the biggest stars in the world. And but that was, of course... I mean, who am
4: I to say as someone who's not a homeowner, but this is more humble accommodations oh, yeah. than I would associate with a, a mega
3: star. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that was 30 years prior, and, I mean, times have changed immensely since then, and... Uh, for some reason, Karloff in the movie again. A lot of uh, I think it's the movie, but uh, Karloff, that hack. I told him everything he knew. <laughs> but I, yeah, you know, uh, what do you, what do you see right there on my wrist? That's well done. That's a tattoo, Bella uh, yeah. Dozy, direct from Confused this film, Planet of the space Yeah. The old man left that hole,
0: never to return again. Literally, because that was the last thing we go for <laughs> yeah. the
3: movie. And, uh, so in a quick cutaway, without us seeing anything, we are led to assume that uh, Bella Lugosi's character perished in a car accident, and Bella actually perished in real life, and soon to be replaced by <laughs> I mean, the show must go on. You gotta, you gotta admire the plug and gumption. Hey, who is this Jackie Gleason kind of guy? Well, forget about Jackie Gleason, look at those tombstones. It's not often that you see tombstones that go up to one's ankles.
4: <laughs> you pour me a little bit of uh,
3: uh, Yeah, kind of embarrassing. We're... Uh Oh, okay, but, see, you're missing—you're missing all the day for night confusion. <laughs> Every scene, day, night, night, night,
4: day. We're enjoying a little bit of prosecco, which is sparkling wine, because it's—it's it's, it's not five o'clock somewhere;
3: it's noon, actually. Now. Uh-huh. So when they drive up to the cemetery, it's light. When they're in the cemetery, it's night. And there's Tor Johnson, it's a completely unintelligible police inspector. Was he—he he was a Scandinavian, was he not? Yes, he was yeah. a wrestler
4: too. Well, it's uncanny, the resemblance between oh, him and the late a uh, Animal
3: Steel. Mm-hmm. Have one of on the to take the guy and the girl back to town. <laughs> <laughs> <Is that laughs> say? to do? Around, There's no Max von Sydow.
0: hand of your Well,
3: if they wanted to see something, just go out, just leave <laughs> the cemetery
4: and say it's, it's <laughs> broad daylight <laughs> out there. <laughs> I just named the only other Swedish actor I know, so I mean there you go. I'm assuming he's Swedish, I don't know. Tor. Yeah.
3: What about Bo Svensson? He's Swedish.
4: Oh, yeah, you're right. I I guess your name almost kind of determines what you become, right? Uh, Tor. Bo.
3: Like, these are names of larger-than-life figures, Mm -hmm. right? And both these guys are. So Tor is now trying to... he's got a flashlight, this is a foggy, smoky graveyard. Tor is. Oh, he reaches for his revolver. You ever understood that
4: in cop shows where it's always referred to as a service revolver? Mm-hmm. Like, what,
3: is, what does that even mean? Well, it's like a service dog, you know? I mean, oh, in that's not good. <laughs> okay. Used in the service as opposed to just taking me and killing, duties, yeah. killing somebody, yeah. okay.
4: Uh,
0: it looks like a bobcat tore into
4: them. You know? Okay, sorry, a bobcat tore into the... But bobcat is like the size of a lynx. There's no way it's killing two grown men. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are, there, are there
3: bobcats in Los Angeles?
4: No, they're mm. mountain lions in California, and it's a serious danger because they're they're huge and they can kill you in two seconds. A mm. bobcat, I thought, it was just a glorified cat.
3: So here's our intrepid pilot now relaxing at home with his wife after spotting UFO. He seems to be rather relaxed, sitting there in the. Well, uh, wouldn't
4: you be in the, the, amidst all this rattan? <laughs> this, is a, <laughs> this is a rattan a rattanistan stand over here, <laughs> rattan palooza. Like everyone in the 80s, I think had rattan outdoor furniture, yeah, I would and say inevitably so. it would break because it would not hold your weight. Right. at least not my weight. Not but, that I'm a big guy, but
3: I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think rattan was that big in the 60s, and yet this no. is—I I, I never no, noticed this on how much the vanguard <laughs> of, uh, outdoor furniture. Yes, He yeah, again, Ed Wood being the pioneer on the vanguard of uh, patio. Home and Garden Home and Garden
0: magazine
3: yeah. saucer. Saucer. As he puts down, he the, down saucer. the saucer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It
0: was shaped like a huge cigar.
4: sometimes a cigar is just a cigar, right? That thing didn't look like a cigar though. It <laughs> did not. Did, did Freud actually say that? I'm not sure. Yes,
3: he said it's a tribute to Freud. Yeah. Radio
4: in immediately. they said we'll keep it quiet
0: until you land. As soon as we landed,
3: I'm reading
4: a biography of Freud and it does not paint him in the finest light he this is an aside but yeah he, he, he modified a lot of his clinical observations to match his theories when there was really no overlap and it's he's, I mean interpretation of dreams and some of his writing are really incredible civilization and its discontents but a lot of his clinical science work is
3: pretty bad but still. Oh! Whoa, the, the, light the light that knocks him to the ground. The strobe light of never-ending force. As he pushes the rattan furniture out of the way to <laughs> tend
4: to his wife. Now, we know how the, the, the paper back- plate UFO was descended into the frame, but how did they move it sideways? Did, was it being just thrown? or...? Well, oh, no, they're just dangling from above. Oh, but the sideways. one, ah, did they
3: just turn the frame around? Well, huh? we'll have to. Who is... are these
4: twins? <laughs>
3: hmm. well, they recovered pretty quickly from that.
4: Stock footage of a graveyard from the greater Los Angeles area, reproduced by this wholly unconvincing, as you said, Spinal Tap-sized tombstones. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever thought about what your epitaph might uh, might read?
3: A man who loves watching wood movies, <laughs> <laughs> and on a really small tombstone. <laughs> exactly. And that's uh, cardboard. opens up. Yeah, board, yeah. And now this is Bella. This this is this is Bella's character. Uh, now he's about six foot three. <laughs> he's wow. covering half his face with a cape, but there's no way that anybody could mistake this. <laughs> <laughs> <Edwin's> <laughs> this towering Bella figure. Yeah, Bella goes Tower towering, so he can mm.
4: cover his face. Yeah, I've often thought it's just really interesting when you have a wrestler in a movie they're just they dwarf everybody else like you just don't realize how big these guys are when, until they're you know, I'm thinking of Terrible Terry Funk in, uh, in Roadhouse or Stone Cold Steve Austin right? they're just larger than um, life th- But uh,
3: Forget about that I mean look what's going right? to we got Tor Johnson about to be ravaged by, by by
4: this vampire who's just had a manicure
3: like crazy Considerable, uh, Whoa. You have someone in the... What is she supposed to be? A witch? And then and a vampire? But
1: that apparition we saw had something to do with it. Come
3: on. Great police work. What appar- apparition? Now, poor Tor is, is out of commission. And they're stymied. Hmm. I love that. Oh, don't and, don't,
4: don't <laughs> kick your hat with a revolver. With a revolver. That's NRA 101. Exactly.
3: Huh? He's messed up as bad as those two back I there. hope <laughs> <saying he's on. laughs> the safety's on. That saucer or
0: whatever it was had something to do with this? Yeah, guess as good as mine, Larry. There he goes. No,
4: around. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's scratching his neck with a <laughs> murder. Every detective worth his salt has a raincoat and a fedora. You're in charge now, Lieutenant. Yeah, yes I
0: am. You're in
4: charge now, Lieutenant. Yeah, I guess I am. He is a lieutenant. I mean, that's pretty high-ranking,
0: right?
4: Waving <laughs> a service revolver, willy-nilly. <laughs> yeah. And another cemetery, another funeral. Well, they didn't have to venture too far to bury this guy, right? It's the same plot. It's the same. <laughs> same same <laughs> it's cemetery. Same
3: cemetery, Yep looks like the same night, too. <laughs> Tor Johnson looks like a Daniel Clay. <laughs> it's nice that uh, Vampire uh, at the Tensis funeral... Yeah. Yeah, no. You can keep your Independence Days. I mean, this this is the alien-based <laughs> movie for me. I'm sorry, this this is what it's all about.
0: People driving south on the freeway were startled when they saw three flying
3: saucers. Didn't look that startled to me. <laughs> Pointing up in the air. Ah. Uh, stock the presses. Yes, stock footage of the newspaper press. Exposition, yeah, exposition via <laughs> by <a> newspaper headline <laughs> cliche. Yeah. Pretty neat.
4: CBS and NBC, mm-hmm. all all the networks are represented. Mm-hmm.
3: Hooray for Hollywood! Saucer scene over Hollywood. Uh-huh. See, this was before the uh, advent of the twenty-four hour news cycle, and uh, so yeah, oh, ABC
4: as well. Yeah, they really got it covered. Well, you know, who do, would you happen to know who these the marquee you know, is describing?
3: I miss that one actually. Hmm. And he can't even oh, Earth of well, a Kid, well that makes sense, but not the we'll other be. people, yeah.
4: Yeah, for sure.
0: Oh, seen over Hollywood. Flying saucers
3: seen over Washington deep Oh, it's was gonna say yeah, It's, stock yeah, it's yeah. all Stockford That's what Edward was a, famous the for, theme. is just taking whatever Stockford you can grab get his hands oh, on. on. Inserting into his movies. As far as I'm concerned, it works. You, you, you do what you gotta do.
4: So, this would have been what, in the height of the Cold War? Or just, I guess, before. Uh, when was this filmed? Mid 60s. Mid 60s. So, yeah, after the Bay of Pigs, but still like the hangover of uh, Red Scare and, and uh, satellites and radio transmission, and you gotta watch the skies to see what's coming. And what could have been coming was warheads from, uh, from the evil Red Empire. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> I don't know, I, I, look, these That's silver spray-painted, well, okay, watch the Twilight's version, but I mean, like, these spray-painted flying saucers, they, to me, they, it's, just, it's charming, I love it, I love it so much more than some, some CPI monstrosity and some current modern big budget alien based movie, this, this is just
4: so much fun, so much fun. Well, so the surface-to-air missiles are being, re- uh, well, not so much rebuffed as they, what they're all missing. Not one thing, oh, there we go. So their space-age titanium uh, paper plate technology is rebuffing ba- re- all this uh, arm, you know, military hardware. What are you going to do? Meanwhile, like, wow, how powerful are those binoculars?
1: How far can you see? <laughs> <that's right. laughs> yeah, just oh got yeah, it.
4: the two-shot binocular. Like he's in front of some green screen. <laughs> well, There's there's another rattan uh, chair. That's actually the uh, the radar.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and he, he the looks again. Quite a sight, wasn't it, sir? That's quite the. Uh, what, the hell, what is that thing he's holding there?
0: Worried
4: about him, sir? Well, he must have a giant walkie-talkie. Yeah. yeah.
0: That would indicate visitors. I think God is a usual way of welcoming visitors. We haven't always fired at them. All? Oh. For a time, we tried to contact them by radio. This
3: is like Arrival. This is basically Arrival. Yeah. Have you seen Arrival? The, uh, the, No, but, uh, like aliens it, and, but yeah. Of a less people. An invasion of aliens trying to communicate with them, trying to contact them, and, you know... Well, higher-up really lender. Yeah, so... There's the uh, arrival was influenced in by Space. in outer space.
4: Well, I think it's called the SETI system, which, uh, which is NASA broadcasting Lord, you know, radio waves out into space mm-hmm. to uh, see if gonna, we've yet to get a response, ah. but that doesn't mean anything. Like, it's a big universe out there. Where are they
0: from? Where are they going? They, sir? Who? Well, this is a training maneuver, sir. We only did a little practice firing in the clouds.
4: <laughs> wow! Well, it's like one of those balance balls at the gym, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> those like or like those ball. pogo
3: balls from the 80s. Remember those things? Mm. And this is meant to be their... Uh, well, it's their, their home base. they their Death so. Star.
2: Yep.
3: you got to love this sartorial sense of it. This looks <laughs> like a dance race. How would you describe this uh, <laughs> outfit that these aliens are wearing?
4: Knights in White Satin. Knights in White Satin.
3: <laughs> Great song.
0: have your report? We had to pull in here to Space Station 7 for regeneration. We're returning to the planet
4: Well, purple has always been, what, the color of royalty, right? Well, yeah. Ever since again, they've developed, uh,
3: humankind developed dyes. they forget about the color because this is, this is colorized and we don't know. Oh, no, you're planned. right. We do not know.
0: Plan 9. It's been absolutely impossible to work through these Earth creatures. Their soul is
4: too so again, it's almost inevitable that
3: we should come up to the question
4: of what preceded the, the, the,
3: ni- the, the ninth plan. That's, all, that's the biggest cliche in this movie. Oh, what was plan one through eight? Yeah, you know yeah. what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, it's is like plan nine.
4: Well, it's like Seventh day Adventists, right? What do they do the other six days? We have risen too so far.
0: We shall be just as successful on one. The living. Have no suspicion of your movements. We had to dispose of one policeman. However, none of movement. those residents have been seen, at least not by anyone who still remains alive. It's too bad it must be handled this way. But it must.
1: Those who we take from the grave. So, how did you come to, to plan on? Yes, Excellency. All
3: right, let's move on. How did you discover this? Well, I mean, the interpretation precedes itself, right? It's the worst movie of all time. And then when I watched this movie for the first time, I said, this is one of the best movies of all time. Mm. It's fun, it's entertaining. It's, yeah, I mean, it, there's some ineptitude, but it's far from the worst movie of all time. It seems
4: far into the future we haven't advanced beyond uh, Service Revolvers, because look at what they're, they've got holstered to them, these two. Yeah, I, for me, it was uh, uh, Leonard Malton. Mm-hmm. good old... Yeah, f- this, uh, this term is even old fashioned. You know, Fuddy duddy. An even just using the said. term means you're old fashioned. But he's an old crotchety
3: film critic, and he. Wait, wait, hold, hold, hold Sorry, I, I have to interrupt you for one second. Okay. Because that's one of my favorite lines in the movie. Okay. So I'm just going to rewind it just for a moment. Sure. He gave this a bomb rating. Bottom oh. of movie barrel. Oh. And oh. cy- well, so site. Because here pl- we go. Because Plan 9 basically is raising the dead mm. for whatever nefarious They're purposes. Yeah, well. Yeah by our and they have those guns which can help you know, hold on this is one interesting
0: thing you consider the earth
3: people who can think are so
4: frightened by those who cannot. dead well our
3: ship should be rejected one <laughs> <What laughs> for the <English>. ages <laughs> <Wow. laughs> the earth people that can think are so frightened by those that cannot the dead oh well our ships are ready let's go <laughs> well there's people who can't
4: think and aren't dead but that's quite the plan but yeah, he gave this a bottom of movie barrel rating, uh, quite unfairly his acronym bomb. And I, I sought out all the bomb movies in his book and proceeded to go through them sequentially. So take that, Leonard Maltin, you old bastard. You influenced me by by uh, by accident. And the, the guy gave uh, Maniac a bomb too. So whatever. What can you, What can you say? really looks like
3: a coffee pot lid. <laughs> oh, like a bit of a frisbee yeah ah he's back he's back from uh, his uh back in the return stand this is our home, and nothing's going to take me from it. Night, most men try and keep their wives from going
0: home to mom. that's not that's all the point there's going to be. Now, toddle
1: off and fly
3: your flying machine, darling. But if you see any more flying, oh, that's right. He's not back. He's leaving. He's leaving to go ahead and fly your flying machine.
1: You don't worry about me.
3: <laughs> Remember, a pilot pulled a
4: little, tiny, toy, safety pin plane out of behind my from behind my ear, and that was bo- back in the day when little kids would be allowed easy passage into the cockpit. Not so, post 9-11, there, but the out
0: there, pilots, are, they're just awesome. There. Now, the
4: I think a lot of the mystique surrounding pilots have been, has been, been taken away by, by the fact that they fly a lot pilots. on Besides, automatic, before, and they just basically, they not like, gone. not as involved as this would have been back in the day. Like right now, a modern plane almost, you know, not I to, have to have disparage them, almost flies away. itself. Sometimes in
0: the night when this is a
3: bit like Robert Mitchum, actually. Hmm. What do you think? Yeah. Crazy kid, then Robert, Robert Mitchum. Somebody's puffing cigarette or cigar smoke <laughs> into the frame. <laughs> Give it a little bit of mist. Standard
4: movie kiss from the period.
3: It's pretty much a purse. Yeah. It's not a well, maybe it should be a coach bag <laughs> because he's a pilot. All he's carrying a purse. Hmm. Right, Immerse. Immers, yep. <laughs> Just a if you're
4: especially nice, I may even lock the side door. And
3: be sure you you gotta be descriptive. What, what are you laughing at? Oh no, just a just a cutaway to
4: just uh, his his uh, convertible ride, which is just black screened. Mm-hmm. Nowhere near. This is just a two shot. Nowhere near the house where they filmed the previous scene. Exactly. You gotta love it. Yeah. And here
3: we are back in the cockpit, with the shower curtain dividing the. Oh my god. He seems distracted. You're very silent this trip, Jeff. That's right. You haven't spoken ten words since takeoff. Maybe say eleven. Was he actually counting? <laughs> Is that so? The, the thing. So that's
4: degrees, I guess, behind him, right on that. Uh, I think that's how you tell, uh, like, spatial awareness. How many degrees? Like that circle behind him. Yeah. Like that's how they're navigating. Oh no, so nothing like that. Certainly not by these Henry Moore sculptures in front of them. They're supposed to give the, <laughs> the control of the plane.
0: If you're really that worried, Jeff, how about checking radio
4: in and find out? Max should be on duty as the field by now. You could call Paul and
0: relay the message to you. All messages be relayed by clipboard. I don't know if it works from this
4: end. like a cutting board. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: you know, you just don't really appreciate uh, the fact that both of us are sitting beside our phones, which uh, Samsung, uh, Samsung smartphones, smartphones. Okay, right, a little it's plug had more technology in them than what the sent men to well, move the moon, which is down. phenomenal. Just you, you, It just consistently blows my mind that you can ask any question right now, and you will get an answer mm-hmm. by some device that you stick in your pocket. It's just so
3: why don't you ask your, your smartphone right now what plans 1 through 8 <laughs> were? <work? laughs> I'll leave that to the imagination of the audience. I'm sorry,
0: Jeff. That but those wings, that's
4: exactly what the pilot pulled out from behind my ear. I was just thrilled.
0: Like flying as a kid, you
4: know, just like any conveyance, Like as a kid, you're just mesmerized by all modes of transport. And as an adult, you're bored and by, by all of them, equally. Uh, subways, awful. Planes,
3: awful. Cars, car is awful. But it's, near the it's amazing cemetery, how that happens. So, oh, here's a cemetery. Yeah, here's some some prior footage of Bella they got before lightning. he passed away, so he's yeah. walking through the cemetery. What is he wearing? Some sort of Nobel Prize medallion? No, that's, a, that's like his Dracula finery from huh. back in... I don't know if that's the original costume, but that is just pretty much what he wore in Todd, Todd Browning's uh, seminal, pre-code, horror, universal head Dracula. And this, so, so now he's going to walk into the home, and he's going to attack the wife of the pilot, but Bella walks in. Bella or Bella, approaches the door. It's a chiropractor that walks in.
0: <laughs> Hello? Who? Mac? Well, hi, Mac. Sure, I'm all
4: right. Some more rattan. Hi, just about... In the bedroom. <laughs> it's kind of a peacock rattan uh, chair. Rattan, yeah, that's really... Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> going there, yeah. Hope. Look at that photo. Isn't it? Like the woman's uh, chin is cut off.
3: She seems satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> she could be faking it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. Put the book away. That's Bella. Come on, man. There's no confusion. <laughs> That's Bella Gozzi. play a ring around the rosy <laughs> around the bed. <laughs> there's a lot of fucking rattan in this, this dwelling. I've I, I never noticed that before. So your, oh. your take on colorized movies Well, hold on, on. hold on, hold on. So, so, what, so, so the graveyard is literally in their backyard. And she escapes the house and all of a sudden she's in the graveyard. And there's a vampire. Think about it. Hey, well, maybe they got a sweet
4: deal. I guess. Real estate values being what they are, oh, here's the same grave that you just walked through. Yep, The same scene. Oh yeah. Oh, this, this is
3: one. This is one of the best. Look at that little yeah. minuscule tombstone. <laughs> and we had a Stonehenge monument
4: in danger of being crushed by dwarves. they a waste! Unbelievable. Unreal. Mm-hmm. Cinch. You'd not be cinch to get into that. So, so the the battle between Vampira and Elvira. Mm-hmm. Like, it did, was this ever resolved? I just, sort of like Gore Vidal and William F. Buckley? I think you still or, on or the answer.
3: I don't know uh, if, if any sort of new action was taken. But, I mean, she was it's, it's it's definitely inspired quite a bit by Vampyra. She was maybe just too... Sorry, I'm sorry. But, uh, just, you, got... <laughs> you know, the, the, the grave... Oh, here it comes, rising from the grave. Whoa. Tor Johnson, the mighty Tor. Somehow that headstone now all of a sudden looks so much bigger than it did when the grave is. What is that? is that? What is that? He looks better as a zombie than he did when he was <laughs> alive. a a of perpetual fog. <laughs> Doesn't matter everywhere else. The skies are sunny and clear and bright <laughs> and daylight. Night and fog for the graveyard. That's a Woody Allen, isn't it? Night and fog? Jeez, I don't know. Don't Woody Allen always. Ah, there it goes. Falls oh yeah, I <laughs> love that. Just falls right into the little tiny hole. <laughs> what would you so imagine yourself. In a graveyard, being chased by a vampire, a vampire, oh, a yeah. vampira and Tor Johnson. Oh, graveyard night, street date, date
4: night, day, day, day for day. night. True Francis to True Francois Truffaut, fantastic film. And 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 who is this guy now? Oh my God was it fair to say people hyped their pants up a lot higher back in the day (laughs) possibly (laughs) and also yeah another sartorial choice that's been gone well I mean that's been abandoned is the elaborate uh, nightgown the full length nightgown ah the third shot of that scene so sad (laughs)
3: <laughs> and this is her brazen, Yeah.
4: So what do we know about the budget of this film? Minuscule. Other than, yeah, minuscule, but I mean conjecturally. We're talking several thousand? Maybe ten to twenty? Somewhere around there. 1960s dollars. But still. So did, did uh, well, so a Vampire, I'm assuming, would have done this as a favor for Mr. Wood?
3: Well, once again, Ed Wood, uh, he, he had a group of friends around him, and they were like these, these people on the fringes of Hollywood, such as Criswell, you know, who the, 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 the psychic, yeah. the narrator, such as Bella, Tor Johnson, Vampyra, um, Lyle Talbot, Dudley Manlove, etc. <laughs> uh, his ex-wife, <laughs> Dolores <laughs> Fuller, who was in um, Glenn and Glenda... And yeah, these people—they—they—they—they they, they, they formed a little bit of their own.
4: Yeah, these are all outsiders,
3: like, and yeah. yet you know they had their own. It was almost like Andy Warhol's factory, you know. But it was Ed Wood's factory, and it, it was just an amazing thing that he was so single-mindedly determined in his vision to make these movies and to become something in Hollywood. And he brought these people along for the ride. And yeah, maybe the product wasn't—you know—what you would consider as to be. polished as you would. It. But but the charm, the, yeah. the 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 heart, the entertainment value—it's just—it's—it makes me giddy to watch this, and you know I'm watching tourists stumble around <laughs> a papier-mâché graveyard. Yeah. Oh, and here's the aliens. They're highly advanced technology. Have in a of course, <laughs> you always have to have the uh, antenna with the electrical <laughs> current going up.
4: It's weird. I, yeah. It's like a weird hydrometer to see when you should be running your appliances on the wall, and this is great.
3: So now Vampira and Tor are entering the, the spacecraft. Now they, you got to remember they're under the control of the the aliens, but for some reason they've lost, it, they've complete lost complete control. control. Yeah. Oh, now they're docile. Where is this now? Sorry. Man. It's supposed to be the graveyard. <laughs> and then what? why is this a ladder? Because every good spaceship has a ladder facing uh, <laughs> to the outside. It's tough to find something. It's just in, impossible is the LAPD. are we
0: here? Yeah, it's I'm an just
4: impossible to reconcile how such an advanced a a race guy, like uh, descends on our planet with this... The third-rate yeah, bungalow yeah. with, with a, with a, with a, a the ladder, the ladder was was that doesn't there. even reach the ground.
0: Whatever it's no more strange than the other things happening around this cemetery spirits like old farmer Caller talked to Bob what well, maybe the only spirits he saw tonight were those I smelled on his bread well don't forget miss Trent claims have seen them too she didn't have anything on her breath
4: this constable she looks a lot spherical.
0: like uh true she was frightened store, she was maybe?
4: no I was gonna say uh good fellows himself
0: night in the scratch feet good fellows
4: yeah I, uh, I always forget his name
1: hadn't
4: are you talking about the... Co- oh, constable. okay. Thought, okay. Yeah, like the, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Yeah, holy was, crap. I forgot, I forgot about Lieutenant. Yeah, No, to it, yeah. Jesus. Because he's in some awful show with uh, Jennifer... Uh, with, uh, no, with uh, J-Lo. Jennifer Lopez, yeah. And I haven't seen him in years. And he's not looking any less pop-marked than back in the day. Remember the noise
0: we heard the other night? We were knocked to the ground. How could I forget? He's a small Ray Liotta. But you're not remembering that sound. There you're wrong, lieutenant. I'm with the fact the sound is similar, but what about the blinding light? Oh,
3: haven't you heard? Many times a saucer hasn't had a glow, or a light of any kind. Or haven't you heard? <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> Common knowledge, all know that. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> come on, man. What are you
0: smoking?
4: Unfortunately, nothing right now. Okay. I'm not, Everybody
3: knows.
0: Oh, Seminal Leonard Cohen, too, as well. All right, show us away.
4: <laughs> what do you call that—the people in movies who are whose job it is to fill the scene with objects?
0: has been into, all right.
3: Strange.
4: Set directors? Yeah, yeah. The mise en scène is experience really experience. spectacular here. It looks like
0: it's into the
4: brain. I mean, there's there's the very term staging, there, which refers to right there, something uh, seeming like a you know, play, and this whole scenescape could have really been reproduced very easily in front of a small audience in a small theater. It's pretty pretty
3: remarkable. Well, why don't we mount that production? I'm sure they have. I, I'm sure somebody... some Of all the fr- things friend? I've considered
4: mounting, mm-hmm. uh, this would not be <laughs> in my top ten. What other things you consider mounting? <laughs> we won't go there. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, this really, this is very, very uh, theatrical. And really, because we have both seen the Evil Dead music or twice, that really lent I itself. I guess it four times. But oh, okay, yeah. yeah, okay, together twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, a, a film that really lent itself to the stage production. It's very like simplistic in a way that they they really like he worked within the strictures of what he had.
0: To the for the most part,
4: I mean, you try re- reproducing an attack on the Pentagon by alien ships on on twenty grand.
3: You're talking about a wood right now. <laughs> that's, yeah, indeed. Oh, he throws his own pack of smokes. Excuse me for a second. <coughs> oh, it's actually the lighter. Yeah, that matches. Yeah, that's the whole thing. I mean, Ed Wood, budgets, talent, didn't matter. Whatever he had at his disposal, he utilized to the best of his ability to make a movie. Yeah, this was shakier. <laughs> well, this is stock <laughs> footage. Yeah. He didn't shoot this.
4: No. I'm getting a bit nauseous here.
3: They always have to have an obligatory
4: map. map yeah. a <laughs> <laughs> well, it just shows, shows how you're a strategic planner, yeah. especially if you're uh, if the nation's defense is under your auspices. But do they, they also
3: do they also have the obligatory solar system map as well? Well, they do, but they
4: don't have a world map because you'd think most threats would come from the rest of the world. Not you don't need to know where like Wisconsin is. Well, that, that's, unless so that, this is like national defense. That's
3: actually funny. You're right because I never noticed that before. Well, that's an right? awful map. That's a map of the United States only, isn't it?
4: Well, yeah, Mexico and Canada, but it's yeah. The, to, and but North not, America, yeah. It's, it's not map. accurate. Like, it's not a good map. Do you
0: believe there are such things
4: as flying sauces, Colonel? Do you
3: believe, Chris, that there are such things as flying sauces? I
4: don't, but I entertain the possibility. I throw it into my God category, which we're both, I think it's fair to say, agnostic, because it would be unfair to say there's none, because that's just too. You can't say yes or no. So, what's the difference between a two star and a four star general? I don't know. I guess it's, a it's like, a rating, like a Yelp rating like a restaurant. Star movie, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> or a movie, yeah. i I've never, neither of us are enlisted a Four
3: A four-star hotel is more luxurious. Yeah. Uh, you can go to a four-star hotel, you know? No, yeah, I
4: agree. <laughs> neither of us would survive in the army. Not because we're not both fine physical specimens, but we, you can't get up at both 500 hours. I guess I have 445 every morning to <laughs> work, dude. Uh, Speak uh, for yourself. I still can't do it. I do it, but... Well, there's a globe right there. there yeah, but you're not like f- Ferdinand de Magellan. No, these guys have like radio technology and Andid. everything. You don't need a globe. Oh this I is meant to be the, the creme de la creme, de la creme, de creme of the nice and grass. And they have a toy rocket as well. Our, our safety is in good hands. Well,
0: not quite. We received messages from their spaceships. For a while, it came in as just a lot
4: of... But that, that's a, just a fantastic motif of all space invasion movies. is What, what do we encounter in, in the deep recesses of outer space? Who's going to come to meet with us? And we, we just naturally assume that they would be some kind of corporeal form that we could even entertain. They could just be a point of light. We have no idea what could be out there. And that's what's, I guess, so terrifying. Well... This,
3: in this movie, they cannot be more humanoid. I mean, they're just basically... Yeah, yeah most, most... Uh, humans wearing... Yeah. Horrifically, we sat in outfits. This is a mess. Planet of the vampires, yeah. yeah. you got to love the constant smoking. I love... That's, you know, when movies in the 50s, 60s, everybody smoked. You can smoke whatever you want. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Since the beginning of your time, we have been far beyond your... Take a new century
4: yeah, and one of, know, let's of the
0: hell of of your years ago. Do you still believe it impossible? You, you didn't actually think you were the only
3: Inhabitant planet in the universe. Permit me to set your mind at ease. We do not want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they have the <laughs> If you persist in denying us all our minds, then we must only accept that you do not let us on friendly terms first. We then have no alternative but to destroy
4: you before you destroy us. With your ancient juvenile minds, you have developed explosives too fast. Ancient juvenile minds?
3: race and... Yeah, but if, if they have
4: ancient juvenile minds, what threat do they possibly pose? Well, uh,
3: but they're talking about the proliferation of uh, nuclear weapons. The, 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 no, but so vis-a-vis
4: them. like they're, they're saying like they would just
3: because destroy Because the, the evolved thing. mind well, is beyond uh, what understanding. Up oh, yeah. 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 They so you, you never
4: see aliens whose technology is just behind ours. Right? Like... They're always way above ours. Like, they don't... They, they don't... Uh, Come to us with an Apollo type craft. They always come to us with some amazing thing that just lands very easily.
3: That's why he has them in the United States. so you' know, to point out to California. we have never been around. able to relate otherwise. There
4: have even been stated claims
0: of saucer landings. Nature Carlson will replace you while you're out there. You're the best man for the job of
4: They, want, well, they just answer. told you what they want. <laughs> <laughs> like, is he just trying to get him out of his office? <laughs> I think so, yeah. These
3: are Here's this dossier. It's a confidential report. report. <laughs> Read them carefully on the plane. On the path. Yes, sir. Colonel I'm sorry, man. This is a great movie. This is great.
0: Yeah.
4: It's just there's a there's a type of decorum you have to observe when leaving a room, in a military context. You back out of the room. You salute, and then you you don't uh, turn your back, I guess, on on your uh, superior. You back right out. Look at these boots. It's like right out of a (laughs) medieval fair, right? (laughs) Like tassel boots. Oh, they
3: kind of look like Uggs, actually. Yeah.
4: I mean, he does have like a pickaxe kind of a shield motif on his uh, on his sweater.
0: We tried to transmit via televisor. but atmospheric
4: conditions. This is just like shortwave. Like this is as advanced as the, this future race
3: is. Mm-hmm. The clock radios and shortwave. Now this character is played by the great Bill Murray in the uh, in the uh, Ed Wood, uh, Biopic by Tim Burton. Yeah, that's like that. That totally is like a medieval
4: caress. <laughs> it totally is, yeah. They're like guildsmen from the 16th century, yeah. 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 It really is a bad medieval, uh, medieval times. Recreating yeah, it's a would see juxt- in medieval times
3: while you're eating your chicken with your hands. <laughs> then, you know, you're on a black knight jousting. I have need, excuse me, even though you have risen.
4: Well, this is backstage, right? I that's just a curtain for the dinner theater right here. name <laughs> I could go for one right now. <laughs> or as they say in the States in some parts, gyro. Like a gyroscope. Yeah, we're just being snobs. There's lots of Greek people here.
1: live.
4: Whatever you want to call it, it's delicious.
1: You reported that your ship was viewed at
4: the scene of your present operations. It's a garter, it's just a leather garter. With a holster, and it's it's, what, what, what do they call those guns to they had? They're the neutralizing guns, or stun guns, or...
3: Well, they... They pronounce them eight million different ways from Sunday. Every time they pronounce them, it's a, it's a, they, it's a different pronunciation.
4: Uh-oh. Run! He's got no money to run! future
3: technology to the, run. Uh, the toy gun is jammed! no. no. There you go. There's your the solution. Drop the gun to the floor. It'll break contact. Look at he Tor. Yes. He's so cute and cuddly. <laughs> I'd love to have a Tor uh, plush doll.
1: We've
3: well, said that before in other contexts of different weird creepy dolls. <laughs> <laughs> he's, so, he's, he's, he's just so yeah. cute. Oh, come on. You have not just stick right in his back. She's just Tor. Yes,
1: she's a fine specimen. Are they all this powerful on planet Earth? This one
0: is an exception, Excellency. (laughs) What are the other two like? One is a woman, the other an old man. An old man, you say? Yes, Excellency.
1: Well, they're
4: humans, I mean.
1: This gives me a plan.
0: Put the big one away. Pick up your
1: electrode. Is a Plan 10?
3: (laughs) Make sure to the working
0: order before pointing it at him. that.
4: fine specimen. It. A little bit zeptic, a little bit of... Uh, little barrel-chested, I don't know. He's not the fine specimen you'd associate with maybe, uh...
1: sacrificed. Reland on Earth.
4: Rocky Horror Picture Show or something. Send right?
1: the old one <laughs> Then cut the electro and turn on your ship's decomposure ray. Science-speak. The result will astound those watching. Astound them enough to delay their intention until you have gained your other recruits from the cemetery.
0: Yes, Excellency,
1: it'll be done. Report to me when this has been accomplished.
3: Bro, what are you laughing at?
4: No, no, it's just. A... <laughs> Eros,
1: the Earth- Yes, he's a bit
3: of fat. So no, no,
4: I was going to say, just in a fat night at a round are, yeah, table. Exactly. They respect our
1: existence. They cannot help but believe our powers when they see their own dead walking round again, brought about by our advancement and such things. As soon yes, as they, they,
4: they re- revivify the dead, Martin is what they're doing. And that's how they're... But that's going not the sole to means of demonstrating your technological superiority, and right? And just and the fact that you came here is enough, right? And landed with your crazy... Bungalow spaceship with a ladder that doesn't meet Earth. I mean, these guys are pretty... Uh, and, oh, and they're titanium spaceships that uh, rebuff uh, surface-to-air missiles. Like they're, They don't need to revive the dead to show how superior they are. This is the same stretch of road, incidentally. A little bit of black and white. The San Fernando Valley. Did you know my middle name is Fernando? I do not know that. Yeah, like, like the Abba song. <laughs> I was going to say, you were named after yeah. an Abba song. Which is, uh, yeah. So technically, my name is Cristófero Fernando Lombardo. So sounds it real? sounds like an explorer, like uh, like Columbus this or something. Yeah, it's pretty intense. This is Colonel Edwards
0: from Washington, D.C. Good evening, Colonel. Hello, mm-hmm. Colonel. Colonel, would like that. That's a you salute,
4: Colonel. Or not, not if you're not in the Army or it a civilian Yeah, yeah. I, think, I would okay. think. That, that's oh. kind of arrogant oh. if you do. I would hope. I okay. want to ask
0: you about your strange experience the other night when you saw the flying saucer. <laughs> After that, the police brought me home. I hope I never see
4: such a sight again. This giant Coke bottle. If like that I was a thing, like to bring out like, for your guests a giant bottle of Coke, like you would like a bottle of Beaujolais or Cabernet Sauvignon on top of the table mm-hmm. to entertain your guests. <laughs>
3: Why do why not? There's oh. also a six pack in Coke yeah. Round. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize the product placement uh off the, ground. the last time I saw this one. So the light
0: blinded me so badly I couldn't see a thing. We could only feel the pressure of the wind until it was gone. When the glare left us, we could see a glowing ball disappearing off in the distance. Which way? Off in the, the
2: distance. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da.
4: There's Bella's surrogate as yeah. understudy been seeing us all get out. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's, if you're counting at home, the fifth uh, <laughs> stroll through the same cemetery with their the wooden crosses. Saying, yep, of Bella. Poor Bella. And every word of it's true, too. That's a fantastic part of it.
0: Colonel, we found a lot of suspicious things out in that cemetery. But then again, didn't find anything to base a fact of suspicion on.
4: Hey, have we reached have the point... Anything? Uh, where we're modern, so modern that we will not look back at our right fashions now. and laugh at them because we chronicle them so quickly. Yeah, like, have you ever so wondered that? Days because days we laugh at the '90s back. and we laugh at the early 2000s, but yeah. everything. I, I think that that period may be gone. Of people being too self, or so self-conscious that they can't. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but no, it's not. I that they I see that myself. Yeah. Always, look at the style here. This woman's hair is. un... I mean, unmistakably from the 50s and 60s. And the, the get-up, like, the, the changes in clothing have been so monumental from just in one generation to the point where, like, our forefathers, our grandparents would not recognize what we wear. Like, how, how informal and sloppy we dress. They would not recognize it. Suit. you waiting for? It. For him to drop his, uh and reveal that he's not got <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> a little
3: bit of his arm. Stifling the screen. For heaven's sake, that shoot! Finally! And a couple clear chops of the... and he's done. <laughs> look at that face. It's a
4: six-shooter, and then he's what? Oh, and he's, oh, he's done. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Same graveyard. <coughs> oh! oh! There's a skeleton. You know, I've always wanted to have a human skull in my, in my office. Oh, no, not in my office. I mean, my home office, let's say. Yeah. In my
3: <laughs> actual office. I in could procure a like that, honestly. Really?
4: Yeah.
3: For how much? I'm, a, I'm just a middleman. I don't know, but I can get you one. Because it
4: It's like Oric from, uh, from, what is it, Macbeth? Yeah. Yeah, where it's... There's something that you cannot not look at it and think of your own mortality and think that you should live every second to its fullest. I find that whenever I see a human skull, I think this was someone... At a time, it Number gives me the Willy and well, unless that bag of bones over there can reassemble itself: Well a bag of it's bones yeah, I, it's, I think I would, uh, I would appreciate that on my desk between that and maybe a phrenology head, which would be super cool. Mm-hmm. and I think that can be uh, it, like, procured much more cheaply and easily than so often, oh, just cause a just because my good background is psychology not and not I've always been fascinated so by, by pseudoscience and the fact that you can
0: I can't help but feel
4: the answers out press. Parts of a human skull with your fingers and determine like a node or like a spot that would be their humor. Um, like part of your forehead that controls the, uh, you know, uh, rationalization or love and that. It's a hilarious pseudoscience and I think it's a cool iconic image from the 18th century. So I would like, so this is mm-hmm. for birthday. You, I don't even know when your birthday is. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> True. Fair enough.
3: Okay. Any any. Uh, you present? seem to be very cakey about that. <laughs> let, me know, let me know. Any
4: present you might have designs on? Uh, I'll go with a skull or phrenology head. But that was that was cool and in a great way. It should be said of obscuring that Bela Lugosi already had met his demise by the time this this vampire uh, was shot. So that was clever on the part of Ed Wood. It was very. Very deft to do Okay,
3: so now what we have is we have the lieutenant giving revolvers to everybody, civilians. It's like Oprah. You get a revolver. You get a revolver. revolver. Exactly. (laughs) And he's having a smoke.
4: Oh, those were the days where you could smoke on a plane. Wow. Get
3: these motherfucking smokes up this
4: motherfucking (laughs) plane. But just how much better would modern travel be with smoking? It would be awesome. Mm. We would fly to Asia
3: much more than we do. You can't even bring a fucking lighter on a plane nowadays. Oh, yes. Forget about cigarettes. Damn you, Shoe Bomber. <sighs> Which is so lame, but yeah, I... yeah. Yeah, so Vampire, I believe her real name. I can't. Myra Nooney, I believe, is her real name. And she was one of the preeminent horror hosts. And, uh, I mean, Elvira definitely yeah. cited her as an influence, but he kind of ripped her off wholesale, I would say. I mean, oh, um, yeah. You well, know. with the cleavage and... Well, the, but and uh, although Elvira's a lot more pneumatic than yeah, yeah. Elvira, she had the big uh, sort of um, beehives black, black hair, him. yeah. And she, has, she kind of had that whole valley girl sort of thing going on, but sartorially, it's... She took it from Elvira, uh,
4: so... That's really weird. I want to get your take on that, because by the time I was introduced to Elvira, I uh, just... <laughs> I, I know, I know, I want to sing that Oak Ridge Boys song. Elvira, my heart's on fire. If you watch Family Guy, you'll know it. But yeah, I just, the movies she would introduce, like I was a fan and I watched it, but they were too kind of tame by the time I got into slashers and I didn't appreciate them as, as much as I would now. But like when you're watching like Friday the 13th and that, like the Elvira introduced films would not have held that much sway but it's just different. It just depends yeah, on what time you're... watching
3: in. a horror movie with a horror host. That, it's pretty Again, neat. it's Lost of the Ages. I don't care. And this is the sort of movie that they would play. And yeah. it, it didn't matter. I mean, it was like you were watching with somebody. You know, you had a pal to watch it with, be it Elvira, be it Vampire, be it Svengoolie, be it Zacherli, be it all these... good, like, yeah. Zacherli, exactly, yeah. Wonderful horror hosts. And again, like, they're all just... It's all this all these experiences of Lost of the Ages just stumbling across a wonderful horror well, movie.
4: Well, maybe, maybe we're the new conduits for introducing people to film it's not the same though we, we don't have not, we don't have a persona we don't have you know speak for yourself oh no no you're you're right but but it's also an audio medium versus uh someone who introduces you to something visually it's a huge difference so yeah we can make, make the modest claim that we've introduced people to films but it's not the same well like, it really is and even even with like local critics here there, there was, like, Saturday Night at the Movies, which was a public television show we had in Ontario, where they would introduce you to the uh, classic movies and talk about them beforehand. And, like, we both can, like, wax poetic about, like, Siskel and Ebert to the end of time. I mean, like, just how influential those guys were to our movie-going experience.
3: Chloe's kind of... right behind you. Run. Turn around. Turn around. Oh, there you go. You gotta love that. Oh, yeah, the double push. So that could be his fishing maneuver in his dressing
4: Yeah. Gone are the days where women would just faint at the sight of a creature.
0: A moment or two more and you will be the first live Earth people
4: ever to enter a celestial ship. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Boy, how can anything that big hype? It's not that big. sound like that before. What do you see? Only my reflection. Must be some kind of one-way glass. I wonder how you get into this thing. Through the door. <laughs> through the obviously demarcated door. You know, I'm sorry, like doors that open of their own accord or through a sensor, it's mm-hmm. not ancient technology.
3: Did they have all night doors in the 50s? I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, well, I, I mean, know. they did,
4: they had enough, unless someone was, like in Star Trek, was pushing you it. And when, you know, I mean, on the side. like I think they did. There's the hydrometer, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just speaks to, like, with any sci fi film, it's just how little you're capable of envisioning what a future would be like. With, with only what's around you at your disposal. It's amazing. Like Philip K. Dick. You're thinking like any of these sci-fi writers, like Androids Who Dream of Electric Sheep, any of this stuff. Like how do you envision anything like beyond what we currently experience? And now it's easier because we have smartphones. And, but when we were growing up, like the fact that you could... I mean, okay, smart watches never took off. But the fact that Google, like Audio Google, whatever you call it, like Google Voice, you can ask it any question and it will give you the answer. We thought as kids, like when you'd speak into your watch and you get something in return, like that's magic, essentially. It's, and what is going to come 30 years hence is going to blow our minds. But it won't even be our minds because we'll be immortal, one would hope. We'll see. We'll be immortal, one would hope. Why would you, 30 years We'll be immortal? Maybe. At least they can upload our brains into a, some sort of server. Yeah, that's not good. It, We already talked about no, this no, but the, the philosophical uh, realm. No, but uh, I... it's hard to envision the future. Mm-hmm. And future the fact events... that these guys did the best they mm-hmm. can with what they saw as the future is still like... Do
3: what you it's command. hard. It's future future events such as these will affect us in the future. <laughs> we're all in the future because that's where we're all going okay? yeah. we we to live. Yeah, we want to live
4: in the future. Not this future. With this weird teal wall. You do not
0: need guns.
4: And this Maybe crappy, it should be said, spaceship.
0: They would be of no use to you now. they mighty Crappy the
4: drywall spaceship.
0: And you two look like you've got a lot of foam. True, they would be effective on us. If you were to have the opportunity to use them, mister,
4: if you don't get away from that control board, I'll show you just how effective they can be. Ooh, that's mm, a threat. Fighting words.
0: Shall we talk now or wait? Your friends will be here shortly. What friends? Those you left at the vehicle. If you've done enough to Paul, take it easy, Mr. Trent. Paul, I'm sure you no harm has come to her. Would you like to see? Ooh. Next time you try that old name at the board, That's a tricky. strong forget. young man. I was only going to turn on the televisor they
4: to see the secrets.
3: You just want to turn on the TV. That's all. <laughs>
4: I'm more familiar with shooting out the TV the on the Elvis. Well I'm not sure if that was an urban legend or did that happen. Really? I believe that happened.
3: Huh. That's canonical. <laughs> if you say so. Oh Carrying the damsel in distress.
0: She's only frighted. You fiend. I? A fiend?
3: This is great, the small log.
0: I am a soldier of our planet. I? Of me? We did not come here as enemies. We came only with friendly intentions. To talk. To ask your aid. Our aid? Yes. Your aid for the whole universe. But your governments of Earth refused even to accept our existence. Even though you've seen us, heard our messages, you still refuse to accept us. Why is it so important that you want to contact the governments of our Earth? Because of death. Because all of you of Earth are idiots. <laughs> hold on, Buster.
4: No, you hold on. First, push your fire project? Yeah, the one of the, one of the numerous words from the 60s nobody says, your right? I was going to say, when did Buster? And Buster and yeah, that's uh, uh, another one. Stop being uh,
3: like. a pejorative. Uh
4: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Slim. Then a larger bomb. Many
0: people are killed at one time your your has stumbled upon the atom bomb. Split the atom. Then the hydrogen bomb, where you actually explode
3: the you air. You tell system. us, said You tell us about the air Yeah, you, yeah exactly. Now you you're us. destruction of the entire universe. He's right, though. Served by our sun. The only
0: explosion left is the Sobermanite. But there's no such thing. Perhaps to you. But we've known it for centuries. Your scientists will
3: stumble upon it as they have all the others, but the juvenile minds which you possess will not comprehend its strength. It's funny because they have this, such advanced minds when it comes <laughs> to slurm, or whatever yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. But laughs> way Solorite, the hell it is now. But It's always differentiation. But <laughs> when it comes to fashion sense, are they're, not they're not that evolved. They're not that evolved. No. It's very, very uh,
4: 2040.
0: They do as I have suggested. She looks a bit but like Tori Spell.
3: Although, you gotta love his seersucker suit on there. <laughs> That's what it's called, right? That, that fabric. <laughs> is it? I don't know. I, think oh, so. No. So what I was
0: think
4: of Tom Wolf so in the even white suit. A the bonfire of the vanities. is not wearing a white see, suit. No, no, no but see a seersucker, I think, is generally white. Oh, okay. And it's just like very dandy Oh!
3: He turns green when you strike him. Well, again, colorized. Yeah. Is that okay? No, so now this he's is Bill Bixby. F- I mean, no. <laughs> oh no, now it he's, he's, Bill
4: he's hulking back. Headstrong, violent, no
0: use of the mind God game. You talk of God? You also think it impossible that we too might think of God?
3: Aliens are, are religious you, too.
0: I guess so. You wear the uniform of your country, you see? I wear the uniform of my country. Yes, we've had to use drastic means to get to you, but you left us no alternative. When you have the solomonite, Great speech you have nothing. Nor does the universe. You speak of solar solarite.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you say, yeah. Solomonite. You're speaking solar rides, a lot of things, yeah. say, It's like a million different Is the sun?
0: Now you spread. Gasoline represents the sunlight, the sun particles.
4: I'm sorry. This, this we ship.
0: Well
4: you just can't has, get, no, this I can't get over this is just
0: and we put
4: teal drywall and, and concrete. concrete yeah, right this is it? Here. This is their ship. This is one of, yeah. Long what yeah. What more long do you want, <laughs> The sun this is supposed to wow us with our it primitive, uh, pathetic, uh, juvenile brains. brains. Yeah, juvenile Replace brains.
0: That gasoline, our sunlight
4: At least Planet of the Vampire is an awesome, awesome...
3: Uh, okay, again You're trying to marry Okay, okay. Edward. There, This is not... <laughs> bear, there's no explode equivalency here, here. And a
0: chain reaction will occur direct to the sun itself. And to all the planets that sunlight touches. To every planet in the universe.
3: It's fine, too, because, I mean, you got it, these it's are the emissaries of planet Earth. Not the president of the United <laughs> States. Not the president of <laughs> every yeah, United yeah. Nations. Not, nothing. Mad. Yeah. You got, mad that you destroy yeah, just, other people to save yourselves? Uh, some, some
4: lieutenant, like, yeah, police, whatever. Mad and, one country must destroy another to save themselves? Two high-ranking
3: the colonels, not even... Or, uh, that was rather sexist. Mm-hmm. In my
0: land, women are for advancing the race, not for fighting man's
4: battle. Ooh, <laughs> interesting. interesting. <It's> yeah. <laughs> my
0: we don't cling to it like you do. Our
4: entire aim. Then again, if someone has to, to represent humanity, this guy's a rather strapping fellow with a nice square jaw, you know, sort of matinee idol looking from the '60s. He commands a certain authority. Look at that.
3: Like this plate blotted out. Yeah, I wonder what the purpose for that was. Yeah. Well, obviously it had no permits whatsoever, but yeah. that hadn't with anything.
0: What happened to you? How could you're all alone? I asked for lots of help. You sounded drunk or something on the radio. <laughs> See, with my own eyes, i would never believed it. Believe what? It was horrible. Look those nails on what are you trying to say? If you don't make sense, we'll never get to the bottom of this. Now, who slugged you? Spector Clay play
3: all right. Only not like premium remembered him. Well, his wife was busted into, wasn't it? Next you will tell me you saw skeletons. We did, earlier. Now I know you're off your rocker. Oh, the sword, the lieutenant. Holy crap, well, the waist is really cinched. Well, that was a trademark. He's a garter, I yeah. mean, yep. beyond. Whereas Elvira was her decalentage for Vampire. was her same place.
0: Which way were they going?
3: A little more Prosecco?
4: Yes, indeed.
0: Then one day
4: all began, I'm cutting you off after that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: this looks, looks like the inside of a fishing trawler. Like it's pretty underwhelming, I gotta say. As he's gazing wistfully out the window, starboard, or whatever it is. Where? The police station. <laughs>
0: So it seems
3: you think you have the upper hand. Look at that. Did you ever have a fedora? Yeah. I, w- no, I wish I had a fedora. Really? I don't have a fedora. I'd love to have a fedora. Mm. What's Maybe. stopping you? I, mean, I think I had a fedora at one point. but I, I'm more concerned about watching Tor Johnson carrying uh, <laughs> this damsel in distress. you kill in
0: seconds if I so choose.
3: I had one,
4: I just didn't think I carried it with enough gravitas enough to be able to... Yeah, it just it wasn't right. It mm-hmm. just seemed a little ridiculous. I think it's a phase people go through.
0: It's Clay all right. There's no mistaking that. And he's got Mrs. Trent
4: he's revivified. I mean, there is that. From
0: all I've seen tonight, guns won't do any good. Clay is dead, and we buried him. How are we going to kill somebody that's already dead? Dead!
4: Hey, he's dead, Dad, I tells you. Earlier,
0: I emptied a full clip into him. I'm seeing it. That's the <laughs> only reason I'm listening to you.
4: The Grave robbing is pretty awesome. Yeah. For for, for uh, whether it be like Phantasm or this, it's just. I'm gonna sneak
0: up behind him and walk him over the head. That'll make him move. Follow me. Even when Clay was alive, he couldn't. So what he does, you grab Mrs. Trent and run like... So he's going to hit him over the with a big
3: stick. That's the plan. <laughs> speak softly and carry what a big stick.
4: I think that was... It was a Teddy Roosevelt. It's a famous quote. He's got a big stick and he's going
3: to whack poor Tor. No. man Tor goes down. So there you go. Forget. Well, the look life. at
4: the, the ground. It's just basically... Uh, I'll be like blankets and made, made to look like dirt. Your tells the big one. This could only happen
0: because the electrode ray is off. You'll walk again ah, the, the electrode, electrode is off, is right? the yeah. Smoothly. Smoothly. ray is off.
4: You see, the gamma spectramo electromagnetic ray is off. Science speak. That's where that ladder gets me every time. Like, <laughs> you're not that advanced if you can't have your ladder reach the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's only a foot or two off the it ground. miscalculated gravely. <laughs> <laughs> oh! That was a pure 50s pie. <laughs> yeah. You barely grace it here. Oh no! All oh, the high tech equipment flying everywhere. Don't throw the spectrometer! <laughs>
4: Zach's CD radio That was the first logo For our podcast uh... Get out of here Jeff The ship's on fire I don't see any flame <laughs> Where there's smoke There's fire they say the, the chop to the back of the yeah. the, the, uh, the neck. Well, it's this, this supposedly advanced ship is not even flame retarded. They, uh, flaming f- spaceship. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh, you gotta love it. So they're airborne now. Uh, yep. I wonder if that's the last
0: we we'll see of them, perhaps. But sooner or later, there'll
3: be others. Go! Oh, is this sculpture. Have they caught that woman? That thing,
0: yet? Hey, that's right. There's another ghoul running loose. It's
4: my guess that you look like him. With the ship and the ray gun gone, they have no control. We gotta hand it to them though. They. They're far ahead of us. Well, the craft is oxidizing and they choose to take off. And how far ahead could they go? Oh. I'd answered my own question. How far but ahead they, could they be?
0: You will have seen this incident. Based on sworn testimony, Criswell. Can you prove that
4: it's... Not all, happen? is Criswell.
0: Perhaps on your way home, someone will pass you in the dark. And you will never know it, for they will be from outer space. Ooh. Many scientists believe that another world is watching us this moment.
3: We once laughed at the horseless carriage. The aeroplane. The this is a similar speech to glad glad oh that's I,
4: fantastic it yeah, yeah. yeah. was a Carl Sagan quote like they also laughed like they laughed at the Wright brothers they laughed at so-and-so but they also laughed at Bozo of the Clown.
0: God help us
3: in the future that is so cool good night Chriswell good night good
4: luck and good night and yeah. that's it that's why That's face.
3: what's getting credits here. What got going on? Eros. Eros was played
4: by Dudley Manlove, almost appropriately, I guess. Because nothing says Eros like Manlove. Mm-hmm. Oh, Criswell goes by one name? Yep.
3: Huh? Blue Man, Bela Lugosi. So, what are your final thoughts on Plan 9?
4: Yeah, uh, unfairly derided.
3: Uh, well, you divided it quite a bit as you are watching it. Well, I fair thought it enough, fairly. but
4: there's, there's way, way worse movies around. Mm-hmm. A way more cynical, uh, you know, bottom line, uh, obsessed films that are put out. And this is the guy's working within the confines of what he had, and we've seen way worse. Even just from the same period, we've seen way worse. Within a few years, I would say. Uh, in terms of entertainment value, this far exceeds Mano's Hands of Fate.
3: Well, again, I mean, <laughs> I do not consider it to be Planet from the Space to be worse. I consider it to be It's not
4: a bad movie at all.
3: It's a fun movie. I yeah. mean, and you know, again, once again, Ed Wood was working. He was, you know, he was one of the prototypical independent mavericks working outside the system, doing whatever he could do. Scripting, yeah, before
4: Casavettes, you had to have other his
3: the trailblazers
4: like this guy. Like, yeah,
3: and we can laugh all we want at the shoddy sets and the continuity problems and the overuse of stock footage and the bad acting, but ultimately. These films are—they have something that so many films don't have, and that's heart. heart, heart, and passion and love. And for that, Ed Wood, I salute you. So, yeah. having said that, this was a, an experiment.
4: Yeah, and uh, one we might revisit probably with uh, shorter films. Uh, who knows whether it uh, works? But I'm happy to watch this again. It's been a long time, and uh, we'll eventually maybe get to all of Ed Wood's films. We really enjoyed Glenn or Glenda, it was fantastic, and uh, who knows, maybe we'll...
3: Uh, Don't uh, prognosticate the future, that's a no, job no, of Chris, no. uh, yeah. Future <laughs> events, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. such as these, will affect us in the future, yeah, but it doesn't yeah. matter. So let's... Uh, let's uh, Can we dispense
4: with our what we've learned? Yeah, yeah. We've been uh, you know disclosing what we learned the whole way, mm-hmm. and also our star rating, which you could probably guess is an important uh, film, and deserves to be watched, and with an
3: open mind, and and for more check out our
4: uh, uh yeah our fantastic site www. whoops. really awful com and of course our uh, podcast uh, new episodes of which are uploaded every week and throw in a quick plug for our book Death by Umbrella the 100 weirdest horror movie weapons pick that up help support the show and we'll talk you soon take care